Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Architects of Entropy, and this is episode 48, and uh, we're all still here. Hey, guys. Hey, we're still here. here. (laughs) Almost as if we just stopped and started again. Weird. But of course, two weeks has transpired. So uh, we're all in different places, mentally, physically, and spiritually now, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Psychically. (laughs) It sounds like I'm still sick, but that's that's a new illness. Oh my god! Just, You're just my immune sick. system just is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we we're over here praying in Architect Land that you uh you get better <laughs> real soon. Well, gosh, golly gee whiz! Uh, last time you guys were all together, you got back all together again after what seemed to be months. The couple of days it felt like three months. <laughs> <laughs> And you decided that you pretty much have all the information you think you need to save the day as all you need to do is go to the Michaelog Council and convince them that if they do not close their borders, everything will be fine. Well, things can heal, you know, Uh, and along your way, you were able to dispatch Grimgeyer, the hungry Duragar and his band of uh, diners. (laughs) And help to reassure people that there is hope. Mostly what so, we've been doing is fighting diners. Yeah. Yeah. They're easy to hit, though, because they're huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they, get, they get invisible and they get big. But yeah, you know, you were able to deal with them. And, uh, and uh, you know, Razor, I didn't give you war flashbacks or anything. Um, okay. I was having them anyways. Yeah. You definitely found that you were a lot better at fighting them than you were when you were in the war and like what, like zero level. Yeah. So you guys, yes, you guys have made your uh, way back into the cauldron and council has been called. And as you enter the room, you notice that there seems to be a definite divide in the room between the groups of politicians and the academic, which kind of is what you expected. However, the one thing you didn't expect is to see Ugat Fumol in the midst of the academics having uh, some kind of uh, pitched argument with Halpa Pachula. It's strange because you found him and watched him die. Matter of fact, you were sent from here to go find him. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. And we will pick things back up. I have a weird question just to start. And this may be a uh, procedural question. Are griffins allowed in the rotunda? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the griffin will not be allowed in the rotunda. Okay, because I feel like, just as a point of order, maybe the griffin would recognize that it's not really his uh, his friend. Just yeah, I'm just he, he, I'm just throwing that out there as an opportunity if this goes really sideways on us. Sure, sure, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, uh, I think the chances of all of us failing mm. uh, some save like that is uh, well, let's just see how it goes. Yeah, right. I mean, I've died six times by now. I am so many different kinds of horrible funguses right now. You guys don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. Uh, So, yeah, you're been led into this room in the midst of some kind of like barely contained parliamentary procedure. There is uh, lots of uh, voices shouting at once. And as you guys kind of make your way into the room, eventually you are noticed by the academics who are facing you with the politicians kind of at your back. Helpa Petrula just kind of stands up and, yes, yes, I understand, yes. Please, they're here, they're here. We can we can discuss this now. Uh, please, please, uh, as you can see here, things have gotten a um, little bit uh, confused as you've been gone. Perhaps you uh, can elucidate us on... Uh, what you've been able to accomplish 
And Relip's Drew just spins around and says, oh, yes, the outsiders. Yes, yes. Well, I'm sure you noticed on your way in the devastation that has been caused by those creatures from the mines that you were not able to deal with. We just dealt with them. <clears throat> oh, well, well. Unfortunately, we're not able to reach them in the mines and pot up to them here on the outskirts of the city. But they have been dealt with. And we were able to get to the farm and dealt with the incursions there. There were uh, corrupted plants that had been attacking the farmers. We were able to put a stop to that. There were those there thing. who can testify to that. Interesting thing about those plants, and I'll kind of pass a side eye. When they would consume the citizens, they would become their doppelgangers mm. and assume they are identities. Mm. Strange. Isn't it? Yes. Well, it's very, very odd. We, we've, mm. uh, as Spice Master Gopi mm. uh, at this point. Yes, I, I did hear something about that uh, uh, from uh, some of the farmers who came. It's a very, very odd behavior from a plant. But uh, from what I understand, this has something to do with this uh, corruption you had uh, told us about. Yes, the shapeless one has corrupted parts of your land and part of the lesson. And it is from this that is the source of your troubles, not from outside. And therefore, if you don't wish to be isolated and further corrupted, you must not choose to be isolated. If you choose isolation, you will you will certainly fall. You must continue to learn and share what you learn. Uh, excuse me, um... My friend, Master Dwarf, with all due respect, uh, this is Relips. Uh, I, I don't know what you think you know about the lesson that has to do. Well, I don't know what you think you know, because it's a big cover-up. They all turn to Professor Fumel. I believe I might be able to uh, fill in some gaps here in the story of these people. As you know, I have spent a large portion of my life studying the lesson. And from what I understand... They, they could be right on some level. Uh, there are uh, those of us who believe that uh, the lesson is not something that we need to be saved from. It is something that needs to be saved from us. Now, I would love to know more about what these people have learned. Perhaps we should let them speak. This is ridiculous. First of all, from what I understand, you were supposed to go out and actually find Professor Fumel and go and seek out the lesson. What happened then? Uh, obviously, not long after you left, Professor Fumel returned to us. Um, well, that's had, a, uh, the interesting point. We did encounter the good professor, and my friends here watched him die. So it's interesting that there is another professor here. One of them is probably not who we think they were. Oh, my. Yes, uh, that is very, very strange. And interesting that... with what the cabbage people did. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's kind of an audible, like, kind of giggle from a lot of the politicians. Yes, yes, the cabbage people. Well, as you can see, this man is no cabbage. Well, they didn't appear to obviously be cabbages after the transformation. You said this creature would devour them and then they would come out as uh, doppelgangers? Yes. So how did Matter you Matter of professor... fact, uh, Professor, did you have a uh, griffin companion? Ah, the griffin. Yes, I had made arrangements with the griffin riders to uh, go and get an overland look at the lesson. But unfortunately, when I reached the roost, I was denied entry as they were apparently uh, shutting the mountain down due to the uh, strange goings on in the mountains. So I wasn't able to do that. That's very interesting. 
Yes, it, it was unfortunate, but I can assure you, uh, well, your Professor Fumel, your reported Professor Fumel, how you said you watched him die. How did he die? Was he killed by a giant cabbage? <laughs> well, uh, I will. What, I will let those uh, that were there recite what happened. I forget what it was we fought. I remember there were four. You of fought them. infected mycologs. Was it infected like windkeepers? They were the windkeepers, yes. They were like really tall mycologs with legs. Okay. Well, we saw the professor killed in a battle we fought against what we believe to be infected windkeepers. Windkeepers. Let me get this straight. You fought zombie members of a secret order that may or may not exist, and they killed Professor Fumel, who was sitting right over there. But he was not killed by a cabbage, and you watched him die. And 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 where is uh? I mean, where is his body? Did you bring his body back with you? Obviously, you can prove this if you haven't. Uh, they're not going to like the answer to that question. <laughs> 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 we took the body of Professor Fumel to a particular school, a forbidden school. You went to the forbidden school with the professor's body. Why? because he had colleagues there. That's who we were going to see. Professor Fumel was interested in going there because he believed there was knowledge there about the lesson. And so we followed through on his mission for him. And we learned that information from Drell Professor Sebulba. <laughs> Is that true? Uga, did you have dealings with the Forbidden School? Well, yes. In my youth, I had... a. Uh exchanged messages between myself and Professor Sabola, and um, I believe uh, we were getting close to some kind of a revelation about the lesson when he um, cut off all uh, communication, quite rudely. Matter of fact, mm. uh, he seemed that uh, perhaps this was not something I needed to dabble with. I have a feeling that whatever's going on with the lesson, he's probably had some kind of a hand in. Not to be trusted, that one. <laughs> Well, that's not what you were saying before you died. As you can see, I am not dead. I am right here. And, and are we going to continue to entertain this nonsense with these strangers who came from the outside? I, I'm saying uh, the... Uh, in all your knowledge, in all your research, have you ever come across, and you as a people, the idea of copies being made of a person or people impersonating others and taking their place? Have you ever come across any types of magic that could do this? Uh, well, as Halpa pipes in, there are creatures who can do this. Given the nature of our reproduction and our curiosity, there have been some attempts in the past, ill-fated and unsuccessful attempts at spore cloning, assisted by magic or alchemy. From what I understand, these doppelgangers usually wind up being uh, ill-formed and Certainly, but the process has precedent in that there are creatures out there, either through magical or other means, can adopt the form and mannerisms of another. Bodies can be reanimated and given a semblance of their former life. Illusions can be cast. There is precedent for one who was presumed dead to appear not to be dead. Am I wrong? The divine magics can resurrect all forms of life if they. Choose. That is not what I said. I said, of course, but there is precedent for someone appearing to be that which they are not. Correct? 
Of course. I am not saying that is the case now, but I am saying it is possible. You seem the, to be implying strongly that that is the case, sir, Nolan. You said it is not possible and it should not be entertained. That is not what I understand the Michaelogs are. The Michaelogs take any hypothesis that is possible and consider it. Am I wrong? Do you just believe what you believe under any evidence or possibility and ever interrogate what the actual truth may be? Tell me I am wrong. I seem to be the uh, the subject of this uh, interrogation. Uh, this is Professor Fumel. I'm doing all the voices again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep noting who it is. Uh, there are better ways to do this, but I uh, I can't. Uh, Professor Fumel will step forward and say, please, uh, he, he is correct. It is uh, the scientific process that we all believe in and that we all understand and conduct ourselves. So I uh, am willing to submit to whatever uh, tests these fine people would like to put me under. And Relipster will step forward. It's like, well, that being as it is, Professor, that does not change the fact that we are facing devastation at every turn. And we have offered to help at every turn. And, And been quite useful, I might add. Yes, well, no, no, please. I submit. I submit to these fine people and their inquiry and help us. Oh, God, I think you should really, really think strongly. But no, 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 it is very important what they're saying. Perhaps it's possible that a double has been made of me at some point. This gentleman that you saw perhaps could have very well been that double, or or perhaps even it is I. I, I, We must not balk at those who wish to learn. So please, I will submit to your tests, whatever tests you wish. Under my breath, pitched just for our party. I'll be like, I really hope you guys have something because I got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the tenor of the room is very divided at this point. Definitely the academics, they're listening to you, but they're not sure exactly how this is going to play out. It's very strange. The politicians who will seem to be um, card-carrying members of this Boiling Brains group, from what you've understood, are going to be a lot harder to win over. But what test shall we try? Well, uh... Would you submit to a zone of truth? Certainly. Very well. Let's do so. All right. I will cast a zone of truth. He cast a zone of truth. He can submit if he chooses. Otherwise, it's uh, a charisma saving he throw. He will. Yeah. No. He will. He will submit to the zone of truth. Yes, I submit to this process. Well, the uh, first thing I would like from you is a simple yes or no answer to this question that you will willingly submit without evasion to any of the questions that we offer i shall very well do you have any personal knowledge of the god without shape yes could you explain further to me over the last few days i have been given full reports of everything you've said and i've learned about this entity and it does seem to match up with Rumors of events in the outside world. So it turns out, yes, I am familiar with this god without shape and apparently have been. Very well. And is it true that you were forbidden from getting a griffin mount by their handlers? Yes. I went to the mountain and was refused. Hmm. Came back. This was a long walk, but fortunately it was reported and missing for some strange reason. When you were refused, you were in the current visage of what you are now. This is the only visage I have ever known. Fair enough. Hey, out of character, off topic, Pat, there was another academic with us that we took out who was at the farm. Yes, that's right. Where where did she go? She? 
is I thought not we sent her here. Gami. Yes, okay. you did. You sent back Hergami. Hergami. Yeah, you do not see Hergami here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd ask about her whereabouts in a way. Does he know? When is the last time you saw Hergami? Hergami? Um, she's a student, I believe. Uh, I think I've seen her. I, I don't know. She was never a student of mine. I'm aware of her, but not to my knowledge, ever seen her. Hmm. And I'll kind of whisper under my breath. It's like, hey, uh, anybody else got anything? Because I'm uh, I'm not being especially helpful to our cause here. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you got a zone of truth up, you could you could ask how he came to exist on this world. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Now, bear with me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> how did you come to exist on this world? I came to exist on this world the way all things come to exist on this world, through a process of... Uh, well, I mean, it's different for every species, but we are all born in some way or another. Mycologs are born from a, uh, a uh, he explains the cycle of <laughs> yeah, yeah, spore yeah. growth and things like that. And uh, um, it is, uh, uh, give me a nature role, anyone who's got the nature skill. He is basically throwing out a lot of really, really technical. Uh-huh. And to me, it sounds completely reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing a lot of weird biology at you that is maybe not that is understood that that is the process, but what about you specifically? What is that's what you asked. That is the same for me. Did anybody did anybody make a nature roll? Anybody I I got 18. 18? Okay. Anybody higher than that? (laughs) Yeah, there's no point in making a nature roll. You can roll, you know. If you want. Um it's up to you, but you know. I got an 18. Okay. Does it, Alrighty. Would this uh, guess, would a this weird it, question, but uh, does this count as forest flora or fauna? A hundred percent. Okay, then I can uh, add my proficiency bonus again. So that would make it a 21. 21. Okay, so his description of how a mycologue is born doesn't necessarily... There are some extra kind of steps along the way of this that are a little bit murky where sometimes he's replacing words with other words, like specifically fungal terms with more generic plant terms. But it's truthful and he's not being evasive, but at the same time, the words he's using could could be interpreted. There's some hibbly pibbly fucking around that he's doing right here. (laughs) It's, It's very high level, but it's just like, it doesn't necessarily, it, none of this really uh, discludes some kind of cloning. So I'll ask as Zika, you know, when you say yeah. this, don't you actually mean this? And and what about this? Shouldn't it be more specifically this, you know, kind of point out those things and ask him to confirm. And at that point, he, um, I don't, is this really the best use of our time? We're going to, do I? We've do we decided to, it is. And you seem to think it was before. We haven't spent much time doing this yet. I assure you, I am Ugat Fumu. I am he. And I have submitted to this. Now we're going to have arguments about the finer points of biology and anatomy. And uh, at this point, Halpa Pachola just kind of steps forward and says, I believe there are some points being made here. And the boiling brains start chuckling among themselves. Well, what I have seen is that one of the foremost scholars in the realm has inaccurately described the process of which a mycologue comes into being. 
which to me is extremely curious. And I'll just pitch that to the room, not even looking at our interrogation subject. That does immediately bring the questions of their credentials into question, wouldn't you say? Mm. Again, pitching it towards the room. Mm. Arguments of syntax notwithstanding, it is curious, Professor, that you have entertained this to such an extent and are now appear to be somewhat antagonistic. Okay, Professor, let me ask another simple question. No syntax or anything in this. Are you an agent of the, the shapeless god? I suppose on some level I am. As he admits it. Yes, at this point, I, I can only assume we all are. <laughs> on some level, as this infection, uh, corruption, has, from what I'm understanding of the reports I'm reading, have, has seeped into the plexus in some way. Do you seek to remove that taint or leave it as it is? I seek to do what is best for our people. And if that is what is best for our people, (laughs) he just stops. Is that what you think is best for your people? Let me ask you a question. What do you think the lesson is? I will point out that you didn't answer the question. I decided I don't want to answer this question until I have a better idea of what you believe is going on. Because you're trying to point me in some kind of direction, and I do not want to play into some kind of pre-directed narrative until I understand what you are trying to point out. I think that is only fair. And Drew just says, I think he deserves that at this point. Please present your theory on what you think is going on. I'm going to let Zika and Kiernan answer this since they were there for the thing, and I only have some reversion. The lesson, as by Professor Fumel's own admission, has been infected corrupted at this point you remember you do have something that was given to you by professor fumel you have his notes you have his notebooks yes <laughs> now after we've dithered back and forth for an hour that's okay a lot has happened at this point you know when you're asked to present proof you have the notebooks that were given to you and were yeah. added to by drell Sabolis. Yeah. So what I'll do is, well, I'll say, I can tell you what we have learned. How about I also show you what Professor Fumo learned? And I will take out the notebooks. When we failed to keep Professor Fumo alive, he had these notebooks with him. And when we took his body to the Forbidden School, Professor Sabola added notes to it. I believe anyone who wishes to examine them for for, for their authenticity for, for their authenticity. <laughs> yep. I can't say this word. <laughs> Talking a lot's hard. Whoever would like to examine these will find they are quite authentic. Halpa will step forward. First, she asked Professor Fumel, these are your notebooks. Do they look familiar to you? Yes, these do appear to be my notes. I have not had a chance to return to my study where I left them. Quite possible they have been taken by someone, but they do appear to be my notes. And she starts thumbing through them and shows them. And says, yes, that is my notes of correspondence to myself and Drell. Oh, well, here's a bit at the end. At this point, I feel it is no longer uh, within the interest of those of us who still remember the first days to hide the true origin of our species. The phenomenon that has become known in whispers to our kind as the lesson is not some kind of magical accident, or perhaps through a certain line of reasonings, perhaps it is, but not the sort that we claim or rumor to be. The accident that happened here was an accident of creation. A fungus, mushroom spore, a mycelial organism, gained sentience, began to think for itself, 
begin to replicate, begin to form mind and body and remove itself from the fungal network and move about. Here is a site of our origin as a people. This place is the location of the first spore, the source of the plexus, the source of our life. Those of us, few who remained, remember when the seals were cast and when those strongest among us were chosen to guard this area, to protect it from tampering from without or within. It was vulnerable to influence from outside. And if our race was to survive and become what we chose to be, we could not go back and we could not let anything inhibit or tamper with that. This source has been corrupted and I and my associates will do our best to reseal it. But this corruption cannot be removed entirely as long as we remain stagnant. We will cease being separate. We will cease being individuals. We'll become one single mind, and then this corruption will spread. I believe it has spread already to some. These outsiders are your only hope. Listen to them. Heed their words. I know you have no reason to trust me, but Professor Fumo gave his life so that the Mycologs would survive. This is his seal. It is a symbol that is known only to those the highest level, and she shows it to Drew and Dopey and all the uh, the luminaries. I think we have our answer. Professor, can you refute this? Do you want to refute it? No, I cannot. I admit I am confused by this. I, I am not sure what to believe now. I, I, uh, and then you see Fumal's face start to change. He closes his eyes and these veins start spreading across his face and down through his whole body. The black veins you've seen before, as there seems to be an, a change, obvious infection coming from him. He opens his eyes. They're solid white. We meet at last. These ants rolling about, trying to upset the hill. Do you think that any of this matters? You hear a voice you do not recognize, but you're fairly certain you're speaking to some kind of manifestation of the god without shape. I might have guessed. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I have learned a great deal about this world. I have absorbed the knowledge of these people. And even if you find a way to root me out, there's no end to the amount of places that I can go and have. I'm beginning to remember things about myself. This world is nothing. This is just another prison I have to escape from. If a piece of me remains, it will find its way to another, and another, and another. So, do what you Then we'll be real busy. You are a manifestation of rot and decay, of the breakdown of things. We, the rest of us here, are alive, and life will always find a way to grow and regrow. If you will always return if some piece of you is not destroyed, then some piece of us will always rise up to take back the world of living. 
Yeah, I don't think your argument, uh, Mr. Uh, Shapeless One, of it's going to be difficult is really going to fall on uh, fertile soil here. None of this has been easy. We all have better things to do with our time, but we will just keep rooting you out. I have no other plan. Hey, and if we need to, we'll forge a better cage. Yes, your ancients thought they had dwarf. Did you know at one time you had gods? Living gods. They sacrificed themselves to imprison me, and they have failed. Do you know what is happening to your home, dwarf? Your people are fighting others' wars while being ravaged. There are forces, not as old as myself, but much older than you, that are waking to this world again. And when I am done here with these fungus things, perhaps I will move on to one of them. I don't think these mushrooms are the body I want anymore. But there are some out there, some perhaps more suitable to this shape that I will become. But know this, in this world and the next, I will be victorious. And then the form of Ugat Fumal begins to melt into the ground. All right, that's a solid win for us. I mean, I know it doesn't feel that way, guys, but that was that's a real positive for us. No, no, he's you're right. Uh, <laughs> if he has to leave and melt into the ground to get the last word, we won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will look up at the several masses like, ah, well, it appears our questioning is at an end. We have heard from the journal and from the source of the corruption, but it still is up to you. Um, We, now I will gesture to my companions, have sworn oaths that we will continue to fight the shapeless god and try to destroy his corruption wherever we find it. But it would appear that it is up to you to decide if you will fight it. I know you want to isolate. I know you want to stay and have Michaelog business be Michaelog business and have no other insight, but I would caution you against that. What makes you great is not the sum of your knowledge, but your willingness to add to it. You will not grow in your knowledge and your learning by staying here. You will grow as a people and we will grow as all peoples if you continue to reach out and continue to be part of the world and together. Maybe we will all root out and destroy this shapeless god. But if we all hide, we will fall one by one. Your, your strength is not only to make yourselves better, but other species better through your diplomacy, through your learning, through this interface of peoples. It is not your nature to be isolationist. It is your nature to grow, to spread, to learn new things, to make the things you learn and to make them better by applying other things that you have learned and to be the conduit between all the peoples and all of our knowledge. It would be a sad thing for the world to lose that. But moreover, it is not my place to tell you what to do. The world hangs in the balance. We will fight till the very end, but you will decide ultimately whether we win or we lose. So will you choose to slowly die alone or will you choose to join us in victory? I can make a roll if you want to. I'm very convincing. (laughs) Yeah, well, we haven't rolled any dice. Go ahead and roll a die. Yeah. I think your point has been made. Let's see uh, how many people you're able to uh, to pull along. Because there are some people who are not going to want to believe you. If you roll good enough, you might be able to. That's a 29. I was one off for it being the best roll. That is that is good enough. At this point, a good portion of the boiling brains are kind of just uh, 
you saw that, right? I mean, he got right here, like amongst us. He copied one of us. It's just like, you can't argue with that. And the doors of the council chamber open and the guards out front say, um, I'm sorry, we, there's something going on out here and I, I think you should see it. And everyone turns and there is kind of a straight shot out to the street and you see just a huge gathering of Michaelogs and they are like chanting, you know, like, let us in, let us in. We need to know what's going on. Just like, are they, it's like, are the outsiders here to help? It's like, they're here. They're, you're just like, let them listen to them. Well, you know, your uh, dispatching of the Duragar seems to have had a uh, effect on the populace of the cauldron as they all seem to be um, chanting and, you know, demanding to have their voices heard by the council. There are, you know, many wounded uh, Michael Logs out there, but they all seem to be almost kind of lockstepping in this desire to fight. And uh, at this point, Relips Drew just kind of looks over and says, ah, well, I'm uh, not a fan of being beaten, but uh, I'm also not a fan of being on the wrong side of history. So um, what the hell? Let's fight. Open the doors. Let everybody in, I guess. What's the worst that can happen? Can't get much worse, right? Yes. That's the attitude. That's the attitude. <laughs> and as a kind of spirit of hope and togetherness coalesces in this room, Zika, you feel something. You feel that time you connected to the plexus outside of Wenya's Hollow underground. You feel like a tinge. And then you hear kind of a, a weird echo of, of something uh, in the back of your mind. And eventually it comes together and, and you can hear a, a voice in the back of your head, a familiar voice. Hey, uh, Esau, um, girl, um, can, you, can you hear me? Uh, am I coming through? Yes. What, what, what the hell's your name again? Zika. Zika. That's it. Oh, it's a pretty name. Uh, I, you know, I think I knew it, Zika, once. Um, I don't know if she was an Esau, but you know what? That's a story for another time. Uh, hey, it's a ball. It's, um, uh, something's happening down here. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it is, but we have this, uh, funny thing. Um, uh, we, we had a visitor uh, to the tower a month or so ago, uh, you know, you know let's, let's, let's not, not put too fine a point on it, but maybe probably not, not the kind of person you would like, but, but really, really gave us a lot of insight and in, uh, the kind of necrotic fashion of this um, entity you're dealing with. It's not precisely necromancy as we uh, understand it, but it was able to give me a lot of insights into, into how it's kind of doing what it is. I think it's a, it's a force that is, um, I want to say, kind of melding of life and death. Uh, it, it is incredibly fascinating, this entity that you found. I mean, if I got a chance to study it, I could probably learn a lot. But um, we were able to, I don't know, get a better understanding, I think. Do you need us to come to the school? Uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, you should probably get out uh, here as soon as you can, because this thing is uh, its leaving. I think it's found some kind of back door or something deeper in the earth. It's, it's how much how do you much know you about, about oozes? oozes? Uh, you know slimes? Not very much. Well, well I think I it's think writing, writing some kind of, kind of uh, primordial slime, slime canal, canal somewhere. somewhere. I honestly I didn't, didn't even know, know what's, what's there, there, but, 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 but this entity is, 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 is 
it's not fixing it in any one form. It's working in life, it's been working in death, and now it's working in some kind of strange transmutation uh, thing. But um, I know of a confluence of intelligent slime. Sounds gross. It's in a very, very, very dangerous place. You need to go to Amphodkis. It's the homeland of the kobolds. Oh, 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 okay. You need to find the great slime. I'm, I'm writing this down. They'll know something, but it's definitely heading in that direction. You gotta get out of here. Okay. Oh, and be careful. There's a war going on around there. Um, Dragonborn, orcs, it's a big mess. When I understand, uh, the orcs aren't really happy with the kobolds. So something might be going on there too. I'm not sure. There's a whole lot going on here. I'm getting all kinds of messages from everywhere. But anyway, I think um, I think we're just about done with the seal, but... um. Congratulations for saving the day, but you gotta go. Okay, uh, well, I'll I'll tell them then. And that is where we we'll leave things. Congratulations, you have saved the Michaelogs. You have rescued the Cauldron. You have saved the day with a zone of truth and some books. All right, <laughs> books. What always saves the day? Because people are reasonable when you get right down to it. And, and God damn it, we're going to Cobold Land. If I if, if I have anything to say about it, all right, we'll, we'll dive in Cobold Land if, it, if that's what makes you happy. Um, I promised the Great Slime, and I'm delivering. Right. As Zika is coming out of whatever reverie Zika comes out of, I will of course be turning to the others and being like, "Well, at least I don't think we'll be in any place grosser than we've been so far. <laughs> at least not more damp." Yeah, I mean, it's. Finally, we'll get to, I'm sure we'll get to go somewhere dry and not all gross. <laughs> not another giant swamp. <laughs> uh, uh, Whatever world we create next, I'd like to point out that maybe not so many swamps. <laughs> I created a swamp myself. I am not innocent of this. But. All right, y'all. Well, hey, I got us where we needed to be. Uh, you got us where we needed to be. Congratulations. Um <laughs> Thank you for uh, putting all this thing that's been mushing in the back of my brain together and helping me get it out. So we'll see you all in two weeks when we go uh, further south and uh, see what's going on with them kobolds. All right, kobolds! Thank you, everybody, for listening. And once again, we would love to thank our Apprentice Architect Patreons, Jillian and John Christensen, Suzanne Bell and Caitlin Thompson. We could not do this without you. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash AOE podcast. Have fun. We'll see you next time.